What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're going to recap to- uh, UFC 295 Pro Shaka versus Piera. Madison Square oh, Garden. Well, I say it how I want to say it. Madison Respect Square Garden. Go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts of the card. Let me hear the bets y'all cashed in or the bets you lost. I'm Paul. Pick a win of Contra, and I'm joined with. Hey, man. You already know. It's your boy, Kev. Water boy, boy, aka the Don Pye, but always known as. Uh, we forget my chairs in the way. Always known as uh, the people's chair. Fellow man, we crowned two champions this Saturday, two times, and really, Diego Lopez is on. Is really is really the closest thing we got to the next people's champ. I'm just saying. I'm just he saying. Is, he really is running right now. He is. He's in. He's he's up there. He's up there. If I ever retire. I know who I'm giving up. I know who's going to take the butt after me. But this fucking card was insane. I saw a stat that it said there was only 20 minutes, 21 minutes and 33 seconds of fight time because there was all the fight card, all the cards ended in chaos. All the fights ended in chaos for the main card. 21 minutes. Yeah, there's a, I won't say a lot, but about like half of the fights on the prelims were like uh, a little bit more than half were decisions. But then when you got if you if you was just a main card watcher, you got you came in off of work, got in real late, just put on the main card. Oh my god, you would have thought this was the best card of the year. Bro, this card was insane because I'm I'm in I was at a I was at an ASU pageant. ASU is the African Student Union. I'm over here looking for an African wife. You know what I'm saying? I heard they got them out there. But I don't know what country I'm leaning towards yet. Ghana, Ghana's caught my attention. That's all I gotta say. But I came in for the main card and I was like, yo, these motherfuckers is crazy. Diego Lopez comes in this bitch. Boom. Gets him up out of there. Benoit St. Denise. Boom. Gets him up out of there. Just comes right as do the doof. Do the doof. Do the Gets her up out of there. My dog, Tom, ask the dog. Got that nigga up out of there. And then everybody, our cousin, everybody's favorite hater. The biggest, the, the 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 nigga that loves to hate, Alex Pieta. Got that boy up out of there. That shit was insane, Powell. This is a great fucking card. Hey, card of the year. I can't give it the card of the year, but I will say probably main card of the year. Main card of the year. That's all I needed to see. That's all I needed to see. Main card of the year for sure. And uh, I like. I, it was one of them where I'm mad my boy Sergey lost. It hurt a lot of my parlays. But all in all, I was sitting there. This was well worth every penny. We got two new champions. We uh, Diego Lopez, like you said, close thing to the people's champ taking care of business. And I, I got to toot my own horn. I told you, and I told the people who was listening, everyone's going to thank the submission. Everyone's going to think he's going to go. He, if you see the KO odds and they big, take them. Because I think he has enough to uh, – they both are equal on the ground. He's going to be able to knock him out on the feet. And we saw in the first round, he, he had to chase him down. They had Sabatini running, and it ends up getting the KO. His ass flung across the cage, enough punches later, fight's over. And our boy started off the main card with a fucking bang. Shout out Diego Lopez. The fact that he chose to stay, that his game plan was to stay on the feet and finish on the feet, and he did that with dynamite in his fucking right hands. 
was insane. And that shit got me too lit. Sabatini was rocking a nice little win streak, too. Like, Lopez, uh, Lobo's gym trainer for BJJ, has a lead BJJ, can stand up on the feet with you, can take fights on the short notice, and make it super competitive. Like, at this point, like, you might as well just push him. I, if I'm Dan and White, I'm pushing this guy to the moon. Like, who who do you want to fight next? Oh, man, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he has a – I just need to see him keep winning so that way he can get the team just slow right. Fella. And we're talking about shooting to the moon. We had Benoit Saint-Denis head kick KO over Matt Frivola, another guy who was just trying to get, get away from the act. Like he tried to get out of there, got caught with the head kick. And I tried to say, like, this difference between a fan favorite and a legit title contender. And now everybody in a mama is screaming, oh, who's stopping BSD? Who, like, is, they started calling him BSD. They came yeah, out literally overnight. Overnight, boy, got a new nickname. Now, that's when you know you're going to the top when they abbreviate your name because it's long. Nah, I mean, he's definitely putting on for France right now for sure. And he's looking he's looking really unstoppable. And he's all finishes, right? Yeah, straight finishes. Like four straight first-round finishes. Like he's looking really crazy nice with it. So we'll see – what he does now that he's definitely got to go in the rankings now. And what he does with that, we'll see. And, like, I think I think the rankings came out, and I think he's at 11 or, 12, uh, 11 or 10. But oh, wow. He's so serious. Like, they're talking about, like, you only see this type of, like, legit locked-in-ness from people like Islam and Habib. Like, usually the Russian fighters, and they're, like, super locked in. This guy's from France, and I think it might be the special ops background from, like, military. Because, like, he seems to be, like, legit, like, by any means necessary. Like, we'll get the job done. Facts. And that, that head kick was a thing of beauty. And he threw it early in the fight. So, if anyone tries to say, oh, it was a lucky head kick, it's like, no, he threw that early in the fight in the first, uh, like, in the first minute whenever Favola was trying to back up out of it, and then you see him throw it again on the same type of thing, he ran into it. We've seen Volkanovski. We've seen uh, Dustin Poirier. Like, people are now reading, like, throw the head kick when people try to dip out of places. And it's 2023, you was guillotine. I was uppercut. But it really might be the year of the head kick. I respect it. Then our next fight, another one. This is I was two in my horn all the way up to the co-main event. Jessica Andrade getting the vicious KO over Mackenzie Dern. There was multiple points in this fight where you, the fight should have been over in the second round. First right. round, she gets a, a droppage at late, like right before the – like 10 seconds left in the first round. Looks to try to finish it. Doesn't get the finish. But at, it was a 10-9 round, arguably 10-8 in the first round. And then definitely a 10-8 round before the KO in the second round. Like, absolute carnage. Fuck her up. That's the only thing I can say. Love Mackenzie Dern. Think she's a cross act. Love to watch her win. But just now, Andrade showed that she's still in just a higher elite class of this in this weight class. And 
She saw that she's only just lost the hitters. These are the only reasons why she was on the losing streak like she was. And matchups make fights. Mackenzie Dern doesn't have offensive wrestling or overpower you like Talada Santos does. And she can't if she can't make you pay from the outside as you try to blitz in, like uh Zahn with her power and Blanchfield with her boxing. Mackenzie Dern doesn't have the boxing technique nor the wrestling. The only thing she has is submission. And that's why I was so heavy on styles make fights. Like, this is a perfect opportunity for Andrade to win. I didn't think she was going to come out there and knock her out the way she did. I thought it was going to be a decision win. But I was definitely talking my shit at the end of that first round. Like, I fucking told you. Then, this is when everything came crumbling for me. Co-main event. Tom Aspinall is our new interim heavyweight champion of the world, beating... First round KO over Sergey Pavlovich. I'm going to throw it to you, Kev, because this was definitely the guy you had going into the fight. This is why I love this sport. <laughs> I didn't think it's first round KO is crazy. I did not think he was able to get him up out of there like that. And I think I think Sergey versus Tom Aspinall on a, a full fight, fight camp. Might turn out, might turn out to be a better fight. But he came in that bitch and he got him up out of there immediately, straight up. He said, "I want to say it was only a minute and forty two seconds on some shit." A minute and nine, but they came in both bang. Like Sergey came in and clipped him in the first exchange, and as a Sergey backer, I was definitely sitting there like, "Oh, like here we go!" Like the Sergey train finna fucking steamroll another one, but Tom Aspinall kind of rolled it, got out of there. Recollected himself, and then in the set, and the second boxing exchange is when Aspinall clipped Sergey with a mean combo that dropped him and put it putting lights out. Yeah, dead ass, dead motherfucking ass. And then Tom just proved that he's one that he's if he's not the best, he's the motherfucking he's the hottest. Like this. The fact that he's done all these finishes so fast, either first or second round, and all the fights that we've watched him do, London, he, London got their best hit right now. It, this is a fight that I would love to see 10 times in a row. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is a fight where Aspinall wins six, Sergey wins four. Like, because, like I said, Sergey clipped him in the first exchange. Tom Aspinall got out of there, and then Tom Aspinall catered him in the second exchange. Like, it was a minute of a minute of fighting like that's all we really got to see and yeah one person clip happened to have a little bit more damage to it and i i could tell from sergey's body language like he was kind of upset at himself and it was kind of like i'll be back like i'm not gonna let this happen again type mentality and that's why i'm like i wouldn't mind to see this fight like if john jones doesn't want to fight aspinall pavlovich and he only wants to fight stipe I wouldn't be mad if they run that shit back for the actual title of the world. Because, like, we've already seen Pavlovich versus Curtis Blades. We've seen him against Derek Lewis. We've seen him against Ty Tabuvasa. Are we really going to make this fight? They might bullshit it and go Tom Aspinall versus Cyril Gaon. Yeah, like, that's the only other person that makes sense. Because, God, like, if Pavlovich invites Volkov next, RRP Volkov. Like, it's like we, we don't need to see that fight. Facts. But Aspinall, yeah, so they, he, 
Even Michael Bisping got up at the crowd. That boy was lit for his boy Tom Aslan. And he, uh, he pulled up. Yeah, he pulled up. The UFC was tight for that dog. That was the real nigga shit. I didn't know Bisping was Edwards, Tom Aslan. Yeah. Tom, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know that um, Leon Edwards and Michael Bisping were the only um, fighters from UK to have championship because how popular London fighters are now. Yeah, like that's why this was a big this was, like this twenty twenty three, England kind of showed up in the UFC world. Mm, see, look, Paul. So you got me on a steamroller. You got me on a steamroller, but that motherfucking Tom Aspinall pick looked real good right now. It definitely clutched it. That one, it killed my parlay. Like I said, you have to trust me. And in this one, I can't remember if we both were on. I know I picked Alex. I don't know if you picked Alex, but I, yeah, definitely picked Alex. Both were on Alex Piera, double champion, nine and two, eleven fights into his MMA career, double champion, beats Yuri Projaka, former champion of the division, who went out with shoulder injury, came back, and this is his first fight back. Gets the left hook. I mean, it was a two-piece combo that drops him. And it's some hammer-fist-elbow combination as Yuri trying to wrestle to save himself. Some people thought it was an early stoppage, but I think Yuri came out and said himself, like, Mark Goddard, Mark Goddard made the right decision a couple more seconds, and it could have been worse. Like, it was a good stoppage. He was landing clean elbows, clean hammer-fists, and you could see his legs buckle after a couple of the hammer fists uh, landed. And now we got a new double champ. And he called out Izzy in the post fight. And then he called out uh, Hill also because Hill was like, he's still like, Hill's still the king. And he, he was like, I'll, I'll take you on too, motherfucker. Yeah, so that's definitely the next fight Jamal Hill versus um, Jamal Hill versus. Alex Pieta, that's definitely the next fight, and I would love to see how that turns out. I think this fight was great. I think there were times where Alex could have got him out of there in the first round, and um, they were banging. It looked great. The, the stare down between these two was so intense. Like, so Yuri is a true, like, monster killer warrior, but he looks so nice at the same time. Very similar to Thor, like, on um, the Avengers. Like, he's a lightning god, but... He looks pretty fucking cuddly. Yeah, he looks so clean, but when the fight started, he some of the punches he was landing, I felt like was hurting Alex because Alex, I feel like he's just older and it's just a big division. Anybody's punch can hurt. And Yuri does got dynamite for hands. But Yuri's shit was looking, I feel like, so crazy. You know, like, like he's throwing You're crazy shit. than usual. Yeah, like he was throwing shit from that was not like he was missing by a mile, like throwing an uppercut from the hip, like with like no setup, the straight uppercut from the hip that missed by a mile, and to me it was almost like it it was almost like a bad look for MMA strikers. Like this is your dynamic striker going up against a kickboxer, and he's throwing this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> It, like then a couple of them landed in the second round where I was like kind of like oh well when it does land it it definitely he has power and it's hurting him but then also he gets caught with like a check left hook right cross and then the uh, next thing you know he's like on his ass like sideways because like it like the like, I don't know if you saw the replay in slow mo but like he lands the right 
then to the left, and like he kind of just goes sideways, like like his whole body, like he just drops. And I was like, yeah, like damn, like that's the difference. Like that was the difference between MMA striking, being a fun dynamic striker, and doing kickboxing for twenty years of your life. Like you can't throw all that fun stuff and not eventually get caught with something that might just be the most basic thing in any kickboxers or every kickboxer got that check left hook. Yeah, that's just fine. I'm glad I was a good I I was very um satisfied with the main card. I was very satisfied with the main card. I was very um slight but it. it was pretty smooth. But the coolest yeah. thing about it was when he did call out Izzy that boy said Israel Adesanya Come to daddy. I was like, oh, this nigga disrespectful. Oh, but did you see the person, someone on uh, a Twitter, um, Portuguese person, broke down the video in like in, into English? And apparently it wasn't him just calling out Izzy like, fuck you, Izzy. It was more of, he was like, back when I was at my lowest, I saw an interview where Izzy said like, all Alex Pierre will ever have is like, he'll be in a bar drunk and sad talking about hey i beat that guy i did that back in the day and he was like it and he was like and it kind of hit me because i was that guy at the bar drunk as hell and i was looking at the screen seeing izzy do everything and he pulled me out of my darkness so izzy says he doesn't want to fight for a little while that he's not right i'm gonna pull you from your darkness come fight me israel adesanya and then that 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 was it when it was like translated into English, and I was like, "Damn, that boy Alex Pierre once again doesn't speak any English, but he is once again a fan favorite." I have nothing but love and respect for homie because he did it. He did it. He did the damn thing. The first ever light weight is middleweight champ and light heavyweight champ, and he did that shit in eleven fights. You gotta have nothing but respect for him because not only did he do it chasing Izzy. He did it by his on his own merit, so that shit is gangster. Yeah, and we'll catch him again because we'll see what happens in the light heavyweight division. Maybe Hill comes back. We get the Piera fight. If not, Jan wants to fight Piera again, and then same with the heavyweights. Well, maybe John Jones is gonna be healthy. We get John Jones versus Aspinall. If not, the heavyweight division is kind of up in the air. But if you stay tuned as long enough, go. Go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on UFC 295. It was a banger. Main card definitely showed up and showed out. You um was a late time casual. You definitely got your money's worth. I'm Paul Pickenwinnem. I'm joined with Kevin Waterboy Savoy, and this has been another recap of UFC 295. And y'all didn't know. Now y'all know, motherfuckers. <laughs>